Chemtrails is intended for mature audiences only. Thanks for tuning in to the Chemtrails podcast, where you get the latest topics within the culture with the uncensored, unscripted facts and opinions from our crew. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to Chemtrails podcast. And on this episode, we talk about Asian hate. We tackle the hard, tough questions. We, we spit the facts out. And we tell everything like it is. Y'all are in tune for a great show today. Oh, man, yeah, I couldn't agree more, Mo Chris. Talked about the police agencies, the news media, the political agendas. Uh, I think we really did our best to, to cover this from a very broad perspective and really bring it back home with, uh, with how this is impacting all our communities. So I think everybody is just be ready. This gets deep, gets deep real fast. Stay tuned for more. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now tuned in to the Kim Trails. I'm your host tonight, Trader Dre, and I'm joined by my homie Mo Chris. Uh, our brother AP is out sick today, but of course the show must go on. Mo Chris, man, how you doing tonight? Man, I'm doing good. Sorry, AP can't be on the show today. And um, <laughs> I know he felt real passionate about this topic, so but yeah, um, we'll hold it down. Yeah, yeah. All right. So tonight uh, we want to address something very serious that's been going on in communities across the United States of America. There have been a number of attacks on Asian American citizens throughout the U.S. Uh, And in a lot of ways, we look at this as a remnant of some of the rhetoric, some of the actions taken in the previous administration. And tonight, we want to address some of what we're seeing that we believe to be a part of that, as well as some of the things that go much, much further. Um, So we're going to jump right into it. We want to make sure that everybody understands that this is a chemtrails perspective. And uh, we want to give you what we're seeing, what we think can be done. And we're just going to go from there. So let's start with the takeoff. And the first topic is, why are we seeing this? And Mo Chris, I'm going I'm to throw this off to you first of all. Like, man, when we, when we look at these attacks, I think you had told me you were talking about a little earlier. This is not the first time mm-hmm. we've seen Asian Americans and Asian American community come under attack. Uh, what's kind of driving some of that, that, stuff that we're seeing now and and what we've seen in the past that's kind of led to this? What we have seen in the past, even from the start, where where we had uh, a group of Chinese Americans, well, Chinese coming to America, right, which they established the first Chinese Americans, and how they even contributed to working on the railroads and and they built they built all the railroads in America but they were they were like 
getting paid very low wages. They got treated horribly. Um, just like the, the African Americans at that time. So, and since then, the government has paid some of those descendants reparations that once that worked on the railroads back then. So those are your, your first encounters when uh, Asians started to come to America. Now, skipping time in the 60s, when we when we fought those like civil rights bills and 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 immigrants were starting allowed to come come over to America, we had another uh, influx of Asians and a lot of them settled in our communities. We was neighbors to them. You know, we welcomed them. We embraced their culture. A lot of the uh, the Chinese films at that time, a lot of black people was watching these movies, especially around the time I remember we talked in on uh, Kevin Sampson uh, interview, how we were talking about the black exploitation area when it came to film. And so how a lot of times, you know, black people were seeing these films along the the Asian films that were getting showed that uh, that was created in Asia and getting showed here in the U.S. now. Why? Because now we have we have Chinese Americans now that are now part of our culture where we embrace them. So and and now a lot of them own, you know, food restaurants and nail shops and hair and, and so these other services. And now we start to see the divide. Um, I'm just talking about socialism, how we interact. We're on the black community. We are one of the biggest consumers. We're, we go to all their nail shops, buy their beauty supplies, beauty supplies. And, you know, we eat their, the, uh, shrimp fried rice and everything. So we are, it's a delicate situation between African-Americans and Asians anyway. So when we hear this new, new, I'm, I'm saying new, even though I just talked about, you know, differences in the past between the U.S. and the Asians, this new hate crime thing now, is is this something that that's an extension from the coronavirus situation? Is an extension between how President Trump handled trade ties with China and other uh, situation that kind of Damn, put a dent in the relations. I don't know. So right now, Asians are going through certain type of scrutiny right now, and they're getting a lot of what, what different type of crimes, beatings, people just randomly jumping them on the streets and stuff, and and so it's it's a it's something going on right now, and and I'm glad we're we're talking about it to uh, bring awareness. So one of the things that really kind of struck me, especially about kind of what you were talking about was, um, you know, as, as a reminder that this community has faced discrimination and continues to, to see discrimination. But as you mentioned, they were, they were in the communities where we were and thereby were part of that wave as you saw black and brown and Asian Americans, um, as well as immigrants, ride the wave of this, uh, of the civil rights movement in the 60s and 70s. And um, I personally, this is just my personal opinion, 
I would argue that there was very few who benefited more <laughs> from the civil rights movement than um, than Asian Americans and, and white women. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I still feel like yeah. uh, uh, for a lot of the people that was doing down there on the ground, uh, I know, right? You know, We're not they, arguing they, with you on that. They made some strides, but boy. You know, they were not the biggest benefiters, and you know, you know, sometimes right. that's positioning. Sometimes that's like who strategically had other aspects set in place and, and were prepared to act and move in a unified manner. So that's not the topic of discussion on this. What I will say is that civil rights came late for this group, just as it did for every other group. And one of the things that we have seen in prior in, in the prior histories is that they have been the target of discriminatory attacks. And, you know, whenever there was political issues, uh, right. before the, the, before we started recording, we, we, we had a little bit of a discussion on the, the Vietnam War. And even oh, before yes. that, we had, uh, you know, you can look back at history and you can look at the uh, World War II. Um, America. World War II, yeah, we, Japanese, we, we put Korean our, War. Yeah, we put our Asian American citizens in concentration camps in America. Like, who, yeah. But nobody likes talking about that, right? And uh, so... Now we have these attacks coming. And the, my question is, it feels like there's been more reporting on it. And I'm not sure if mm-hmm. this is a situation where, where, where America is asking, have these attacks always been going on? Because that's where I'm looking at it. I'm like, has this consistently been going on? And we're just now... Right. Seeing a trend, just like when when cell phone technology really started taking off, and people didn't believe that black people were being targeted by the police, it was a it was a common and open joke, going back 20, 30 years, and people were like, oh, but it's not that it's not that prevalent, it's not that prevalent until all of a sudden, it was in your face every day, that black people were dying every day, right. to police brutality and excessive use of force. Now all of a sudden, it's like, hey. Have Asians been going through a similar set of circumstances mm-hmm. here in America, and we just didn't know about it? So, this is one of those things where I'm like, man, I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of unknowns in this, and all we really have is the stuff that's honestly been popping up on social media, and and, and in particular, what specific news outlets have been reporting, and in that regard. I'm a little hesitant, man, because I just don't know how much of that right. is, is actual news reporting and how much of it is targeted political, not propaganda, but maybe agenda. Well, well played agenda. Or, exactly. And I think that's, right, right. that's the key, key word there. You uh, know, and when I first uh, start hearing about this. I always thought it was another ploy to get certain laws passed, right? So, and now it's like, is, is it is it to get more than laws? Is it a certain targeting? You know, maybe you sacrifice, put a little bait trap out there to catch something bigger. So, I, I don't. I, I, that's just what I had in my mind. All right, man. Well, 
let's take a little bit of a break. And when we come back, we'll be in cruising altitude. Chemtrails family, it's your boy AP. I want you to join our Chemtrails book club. For more information, you can click the link in our bio or show notes. gentlemen we have reached our cruising altitude as the captain has turned off the fasten seatbelt sign should you need to use the lavatory now would be a great time just make sure you stay out of our way thanks all right we are back we're in the cruising altitude and when we opened this up man we, we were giving an introduction basically about the uh the attacks that we've seen going on and now we're going to dive just a little bit deeper. Um, I think Mo Chris hinted to it a little bit, and, and I know I've definitely started to kind of drive towards it. Um, but the the information that's been coming out and, and how it's been timed and what specific attacks are being reported. So let's kind of talk and dive deeper into this, this idea of uh, if this was an agenda, Who's promoting this? And and what what outlets could benefit from these attacks being aired and displayed in the way that they're being displayed? So I'm gonna toss it right to you, Mo Chris, man. What you think, bro? Yeah. If I had to make a guess, or or if I had to point the finger. And and what I'm about to say, folks, I don't have no data, nothing to back my argument, right? Just things that happened in the past that could be characteristics of what I'm about to say. I'm thinking my number one corporate is the police. Why? Because the police are masters of curating certain distractions and agendas to to push a certain narrative, right? A to to hide what they're doing or to take the heat off what they're doing or B to to get certain things benefits where it can bring more money to the police and to bring a new form of policing which can help them and what they got going on. Um what I mean by that is if if we want to to like, hey, we need more people in these jail cells. People can look at it like that. Or we just need to show that we're doing some type of policing, right? And and it's not targeting, right? It's, ho, oh, there's Asians getting beat up. We need to have more boots on the ground. We need to do the stop and frisk now, right? We need to do more profiling. We need to do more policing. And what areas are they going to police? All right, we know they're not going to police Beverly Hills, right? <laughs> or wherever your local 
million dollar neighborhood at? Me, if I had to take a guess, hey, let's go to the urban areas, quote unquote, inner city, quote unquote, you know, black populated areas. Let's, hey, this is where the Asian store is at anyway. We need to protect these Asian stores. Bye. So, Oh. Mm, you see? Yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully it took me too long to get to the point, but hey, it seemed like we have an excuse to target a certain other minority groups because these minority groups are more likely to do the Asian hate crimes. And that's where I'm going with this. So I'm pulling so much from what you just said, man. And I'm hoping the audience can kind of follow with me on this because um, there's, a, there's a lot to unpack in what you just said. So just based on what you said right there, I pulled like three things out and it was like it was three core agencies. When you look at it, it's like uh, the policing agencies, the news media and then the political agencies. Right. So and based on how each of these comes out. You're definitely seeing like some 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 interesting things that are popping up. Coincidentally, as as these attacks are starting to be aired, right? So from the policing agencies, you do have this idea of profiling, but they can't mm-hmm. say they're profiling from a you know they're not going to call it racial profiling now. They've, they've right. changed the terminology. We the you know this is and I don't mean this to be overly political, conservative, liberal, whatever. Bottom line, the last two years has been all about domestic terrorism and who gets classified as domestic terrorists. Well, the one thing that we know is that if they can classify white people as domestic terrorists, you damn sure better believe they're going to classify other people as domestic terrorists. So when you see this line that has been crossed, you're going to start to see that this concept of profiling gets much, much deeper, far faster, and it's going to have a lot more support from these policing agencies uh, than it did before. So whereas there's been all this heat about who was not a domestic terrorist program before, now they're not even going to give you a chance. So, you know, if you are, um, if you are someone they can target, they will. For the news media, Nothing sells. Nothing sells like a black person doing crime. Mm-hmm. Nothing sells next to that quite like attacks on Americans. So if you can combine right. any of those two, they're gonna they're gonna promote it. So that's where I go with this and I look at it and I say, okay, the new term is not racial profiling, and I'm gonna say blacks attacking Asians. They're not even going to say whites attacking Asians. They're going to say domestic mm-hmm. terrorists attacking Asian Americans. And that is going to be a tagline, a draw for ratings for a long time to come. And I think the last thing I pulled from what you you spoke on was uh, just the political. When you break out all of this information and you kind of put this together, this is a divide and conquer scenario here 
we saw a, an extremely conservative uh, group, which is typically Asian Americans, they do vote conservatively. And you saw them swing wildly to, to the other side. And, and I look at that and I say, okay, well, we've seen that happen you know, in two major elections, the election of Barack Obama and, yeah. and now in the election of Joe Biden. Where before, you know, traditionally, you're looking at a group of, of Americans that truly do believe in capitalism and typically vote more conservatively. So now, what can the political pundits, what can the political agencies do to create that divide? And it's like, hey, you guys remember you voted for this guy and then all of a sudden all these attacks started coming against you come back home baby come back home and i think that's exactly what mm -hmm. it's going to be playing out in the media as as a means to just kind of draw this line in the sand that says you guys need to be on our side and man mo chris you just hit on so much in that that i just like just drew Easily drew those lines right there. So I mean, I just thought that was interesting, and it even come it even goes into my next question because I was going to ask, you know, why why was this so prevalent? What was so critical here? And I think when you hit on the whole covering up or trying to distract from what policing agencies are doing, does this in any mm. way, shape, or form surprise you that we started seeing these types of media coverage and these types of attacks coming on the eve of what has been, you know, one of the biggest topics for almost a year and a half or so, uh, which is the George Floyd trial, which as, as we record, yeah. this is probably, I think it's in its fifth day out of a four yeah, week trial, right? For, yes. Yeah. It's, it's, and I, I feel like this trial is probably not going to, even end till probably the end of summer. So I feel like they're going to draw this out. And, and I haven't been paying attention to the trial as much for a lot of reasons. Mainly is because it's not even about the outcome for me. It's, it's about like, okay, it's going to be a lot of taxpayer dollars wasted on somebody that was killed somebody on camera, you know, can't get any, more evident than that, you know, so I think I I just don't want to go through the whole horse and pointy show. So, but that's the reason why I personally don't, don't haven't watched the trial. Doesn't mean I'm not going to keep up with it, of course, but you know, for what the looks of it and like this goes straight to the verdict with me, but that's just my take on the trial. But the whole Asian thing, right? Is this a distraction to keep us focused on the trial? But I don't even see that. I feel like without the Asian hate, we'll still have the same response to the trial. Why? Because we done been through this before. We done been through this walk. We're tired, you know. Black people are tired right now. So, so, so here's a question. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned before, and you've talked about this extensively on a lot of our shows in the past, this idea of trauma. And just like you said just now, Black people have been through this before. Mm -hmm. And as we've highlighted, so have Asian Americans. But 
Yeah. Asian Americans have never had it in the media quite like this. And I'm wondering, does this present an attack that no one's really talking about? Does this, a, does this present the psychological attack to Asian American communities in America the same way it does Black communities in America where they are just exposed to trauma constantly and bombarded with the psychological impacts of watching their people attacked, their people killed, their people uh, brutalized, and no repercussions brought about in the wake of it. You you know, funny is that this is the first time we're seeing Asian attacks, right? I'm just I'm just saying far as far as the media presenting it, right? But what have the media has presented is you had mentioned earlier domestic terrorism, right? Well, we had a couple of Asian direct domestic terrorists. We had the the Virginia Tech shooter guy, right? Everybody would say that was a, a surprise. But we when we had the DC sniper, which was a black, that was the real surprise, right? And then you had the Virginia Tech shooter, right? So we was like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> so now it's like, hey, white America is not the face of domestic terrorism now, right? We have we have minority people too as well. And going back to Asian, I know you we were saying Asians being in the media, again, another attack we had with Officer Peter Liang or whatever that they got away for shooting a black unarmed car. We we saw the Asian community nationally pull together and help their defense of Peter Luang, the cop that, that shot a black person. Right. So we have seen Asians come together collectively for political means or, or any other special social gains that benefit their community. So again, really, this is the first time where I can honestly say where as Asian Americans are being victims now, not not to say that they never was. That's what I'm not trying to say. Um, of course, me, I'm pro-black. Everybody know that. So, of course, nobody's going to live up to the trauma of what my people have been going through, right? So that's not even the argument. We're just saying that Asians being victimized, being victims. Now, other instances, we know that the Asian community uh, I feel like no race is is uh, is excused from crimes. There's there's Asian gangs, just like there's uh, black, white, and Latino gangs, right? So this is America, guys. You know, so we all here on the same playing field. We're gonna have the, we eat the same tables. We're gonna have the same shit stains too. <laughs> Sorry to be so graphic, <laughs> but. We 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 all gonna have to say shit stains too because we're we're Americans. So again, Asians there are being attacked, whether they're being orchestrated or not, whether there's certain certain agendas behind it. But I know when we get to the landing and close, we can talk about more about the uh, Asians being victims. But that's all I can say right now as far as the media. What do the media put out there? We know that. 
there have been some type of crimes and we're just trying to get to the bottom of it. So let's get to kind of the, 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 the elephant in the room. So yeah. for four years, we had a president that was so blatantly adverse to uh, policies that gave favorable outcomes for, you know, for basically for China. Let's just put it out there for mm-hmm. China. Um, and this guy did everything in his power to disrupt that superpower. Now, for a lot of people, that was a purely economic tactic to keep this superpower country off off foot, off step, whatever you want to say it, in a way that it was going to be hard for them to react, including taking a phone call from the president of Taiwan, uh, doing all this mm-hmm. other stuff, making extraordinary deals with Taiwan Semiconductor. Uh, I think it was a big deal he had going out in... Uh, was it Wisconsin to build that big plant that never came about uh, doing deals with, mm. with, with Japan, Korea, you name it. Even, you know, speaking openly about open negotiations with Kim Jong, you know, ill out in uh, North Korea. So this guy did everything he could to, to keep China at the forefront of his political agenda for a lot of, average Americans, this is not a game they play. They're not in that realm. Right. They're not in that space. That you know, they're playing checkers and this guy's playing, you know, political chess on a on a huge scale. So for the people that don't understand it, and the people that were in his very cult like following, do you think this is this is nothing more then this boiling over of of bile and hatred that he propagated against these communities. And now we have unleashed this horde of ignorance just out into America, you know, and, and mm-hmm. is this going to be something we continue to see? Is this going to be like years and years of, of action being taken against people simply because they were empowered and emboldened by this man's rhetoric. Yeah. I, I think it has a lot to do with at least 50% of it, at least more than half. Why? Because, because we all know the term, we all know who coined the term China virus. So, Kung flu, <laughs> kung flu, and and we all heard the dog whistle. So and though you got a group of people, like I said, that cult like following, that's going to be like, hey, hey, you China person, you know that they, they, you know they ain't looking at them as American. Hey, you cause us to wear these masks every day. It is your fault, right? And and they're going to take it out. And you're, you got all this business and your, your kid is driving Ferrari. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In my country. 
and you don't have to pay taxes like that, you know, or, or you didn't have to do the same thing. You were immigrant. You immigrated here on our tax dollars. So that, which is so funny because they'll get up in arms about what taxes people pay and don't pay. And yet their yeah, president yeah. was the main one, you know, not paying taxes and saying, because I'm smart. And then they'll right. listen to their gurus like Robert Kiyosaki, who championed Trump. This guy champions Trump. Like, right. like you know, and he says, he's a real estate guy. He's our guy. He's our guy. He's smart. And you can be too. <laughs> and it's just like, come on, you know. But yet the mm. masses look at anybody else mm-hmm. doing that. And they're like, well, they're getting away with something. <laughs> right. you know, I look, I'm like, man, bro, how can you give this favorable outlook on one person and then classify a whole group? As scammers in this way. So it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's amazing to me how we've seen this transition and how we see this uh, coin flip of favor land on one side or the other. And in a lot of ways, I look at it um, very much uh, with with a hard line being drawn. And and I'll leave it right there. So, all right, man. Well, let me... uh, Let me take a break. We're going to come back and we'll be in the landing. Trail listeners, if you out there and you're making a positive impact in your community, well, we would love to showcase your work. Just email us at chemtrailspodcast at gmail.com. gentlemen the captain has turned on the fasten seatbelt signs please return to your seat and fasten your seatbelt as we prepare for landing all right all right we back as always it's that time of the show we're gonna get ready to wrap this thing up a little bit but since we got a little bit extra time we'll take our time doing it (laughs) (laughs) all right mo chris if you had a message to the asian american community in america um with your background and your knowledge of black history (laughs) and, Mm. and, and your knowledge of how we endured this what message would you give the asian american community in america in light of what's been going on to them 
what I have to say to an Asian American, and and they're they're strong, you know, they're strong people. And and they kind of already doing this, but don't don't become the victim that they want you to be. Meaning, stick to your own your own agenda. You're doing all right. You have been model citizens. Your business is is going on. Everybody's dependent, not just the black community. I know we may be your your number one cash cloud, you know, the biggest supporters. But we're everybody's dependent on the Asian community. And so don't allow yourself to be the victims. Why? Because if they want you playing their game that they're playing, that's not your game though. So don't succumb to those ways. If they if they just want us to put the black community against the Asians, well, just winning because they probably want to break up your business anyway. Now, to the black community, we already been saying, hey, we need to practice group economics. We need to stay at these Asian shops, right? But the thing about the Asians, y'all have good service for the most part. Now, I don't want to say all your business. I don't want to give them that much credit, right? But <laughs> when it comes to like the hair and nails, you still reign supreme. Food, y'all still got to work on that service. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, all right. Well, you know. but the nail shops, y'all got to pop it. All right. Women, you know, they can't, can't get the women out the dog on nail shops. So, but like that's basically say, I all agree, I wanted man. to say. Yeah, I, I agree. In you know, part. in the large part, I'll just say that's just what I want to end with. Don't be the victims. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't play into America's agenda. And and don't be asking us to fight your battles because y'all don't be there marching with us. You know, y'all don't put proceeds of the your beauty supply business to help the defense of 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 George Floyd or any other fallen soldier we have. I just said uh, soldiers as far as fallen for the black community. And and so but anyway, I'm being long winded. That's all I want to end with. Don't be the victims that they want you to be. No, man, that's just that's an interesting take. Definitely an interesting take. But you know, to your point, yeah, I do feel like this is a this is a divide right here, right? I feel like this is uh I feel like there's constantly been this this purposeful need for America to separate black and Asian communities. I feel like part of that is the Asian culture and and what you see as far as their stigma against Africans and those of African descent. But also I look at this as one of those moments where you say, to your point, Mo Chris, when there was a lack, when we needed you and you weren't there, when right. when we cried, it's like what's that old saying with the uh you know when the with the, the that came out of the Holocaust. You when it came for your neighbor, mm-hmm. you didn't say nothing. When it came for your other neighbor, you didn't say nothing. Now they're coming from you mm-hmm. and there's no one left to speak up for you. It's it's mm. I feel like it's dead. this is very much one of those moments where we see this happening, right? And I look at this and I say, this has the potential to really, really erode 
what goodwill there is that's left between these two communities. And like you said, like, for instance, there's a lot of, there's a lot of black dollars that go into these businesses, supporting these communities and building them up and creating millionaires out of the families that own those, those businesses and, and, and hold that capital. When the divide comes and that resource is no longer there, the dynamics change. So this is one of those moments where I look at it and I just say, this is a scary time in America for both black, brown, Asian, and Latino, because I see it as political agenda to start the process of the divide and conquer. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, they want us specifically taking money out of each other's pockets. They want us specifically not supporting each other on political issues. And they, absolutely 100% want us not supporting each other on social issues. So this is one of the things where I agree with Mo Chris's message of, you know, they're strong people. But I also look at this as a say, even when you're strong, it doesn't hurt to have a little black up. So (laughs) this is a moment where I would say, this is a time for the community to look inward and then very much look outward at repairing bridges that need to be built if you want a strong and stable future that doesn't necessarily have to make you an island. You know, you have to have bridges when you're an mm-hmm. island. But, you know, if you build something stronger, you don't have this moat, this defense around you and your culture allows you to blend in differently. So there's a lot of bridges that need to be repaired and there's a lot of uh, walls that need to be torn down. I think this is one of those moments where this could be a come to Jesus moment where we say, hey, um, it's time to stop looking at us as different Americans and start looking at us as Americans in the same boat and really piling in to support what needs to be done. And part of that is... is goes beyond just, hey, let's support each other's businesses. It's, hey, let's start supporting each other in terms of creating cultural education that breaks generational curses. So, all right. That's where I'm going to end it. <laughs> and I hope that uh, hope that message doesn't get misinterpreted. Right, right, right on. All right, Mo Chris, you got anything else you want to say before we wrap this thing up? No, just a great episode we had to touch on it tonight i'm glad we did um don't forget to follow us at chemtrails podcast on facebook instagram twitter and hit us with that email at chemtrails podcast at gmail.com and hit us on clubhouse find me on clubhouse chris uh, motria mo chris and uh we'll connect on on the clubhouse too as well that way we can um get some more of that following up and get and get everything popping so that's all i have to say all right y'all heard it here everybody have a good night we out we out peace
Hey, Chemtrail listeners, want to leave a message? Just click the link in our show notes to leave a voicemail. And if you come from a simpler times like myself, just call. Leave us a voice message at 832-308-0529. And don't forget, all messages can record up to three minutes long. What up, what up? It's your boy AP. Make sure you follow us at Chemtrails Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Hit us up. Once again, that's Chemtrails Podcast at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace out. Get your voice heard at www.chemtrails.mn.co. Join the community. Thank you.